every morning. Arabile Gomede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. Well, things to seem to be going a little bit better for the metals and engineering sector, which is now set to grow for what is a third consecutive year in 2019. And this is despite the past year having been generally challenging as well for both and the globe, uh, for the global and domestic front. Uh, the Steel and Engineering Industries Federation of South Africa, that CISA, uh, releasing its State of the Metals and Engineering Sector report uh, just this past week. And of course, that positive sentiment coming through from them. Let's chat to CIFSA's chief economist, Dr. Michael A. Doctor, thank you so much for your time. Then expanding 1.8% in uh, 2019, that's a, that's a really positive number considering that uh, this is a sector that has uh, struggled of late, seeing you know, even some companies uh, falter as well. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. Uh, I think it's a very positive number. Uh, you see, what is happening is that it's very happy that we've been able to, to stabilize the sector. Um, because the sector has been under a lot of duress prior to 2017. So in 2017, there was a positive growth. In last year, there was a growth of 2.8%. So the 1.8% this year, we feel that is actually a moderation in growth. So this year, we published a report under a specific theme, which is sharpening the saw, continuously improving industry activity and competitiveness. Because we feel that after you stabilize the sector, the sector, you need to rebound. So obviously there are still challenges. There are still challenges that are still there. We have structural challenges that are very prevalent. Uh, we have issues of unemployment because if you compare 2017 and 2018, the sector actually lost about 8,000 jobs, uh, partly because of the increase in capital intensity. From 2010 to 2018, there was uh, an increase in capital intensity for om- of almost 13%. So it actually shows you that most companies are producing under increasing costs and diminishing returns, tend to let go of labor. So even though output is it's positive, we still have challenges that are still evident in the sector. And that's why we published it under this specific thing to ensure that we try and deal with the structural challenges that the sector is facing. In, in a time when there's a lot of protectionism and people are just mainly worried about their own economies and uh, adding tariffs to, to all their goods that they put out for trade, uh, how, how significant and how important is it to you know, place yourself correctly with the right partners, finding the right markets, especially right now? Yeah, it's very important because if you look at, like you, like you rightly mentioned, increasing protectionism, uh, which is actually driven by geopolitics. So it's very important to ensure that we we partner with the with the right uh, um, country, the right organizations. But I think what is what is very good for the sector is that the sector is part of South Africa, which is part of BRICS, and and BRICS, you know, China is a very important player within BRICS. So we, what we need to do is we need to ensure that we take advantage of opportunities that arise on the continent in terms of if you look at um, the, the, the relationship that China is building with other African countries. We need to ensure that we maximize on that. And also, of course, with the United States, which came out as um, the after very important export destination from the report, we also need to ensure that we capitalize on, on AGUA, the existing unilateral agreement that is in place. So we need to look at all of those uh, possibilities that will help to boost export competitiveness from the sector.
keeping the sector alive is, is going to be very significant and very trying i suppose as we said as we mentioned with all of these uh, protectionist values and thoughts um are we finding the right markets are we and and where are those markets now perhaps to look into to say this is perhaps the best uh, growth areas is sub-saharan africa still the place to look are we looking to our BRICS counterparts? How significant is perhaps something like the intra-African trade deal, which is being organized now, to boost the, the whether it be the manufacturing, whether it be the imports or exports of, uh, of goods and services within the metals and engineering sector? Yeah, what we find interestingly from the study is that we found that the export destination are still the same. Even though there was changes in terms of market share in the export destinations, we found out the rest of Africa is still very important export destination, uh, followed by Asia and Europe, and then the, by and then the, the Americas came forth. But what was very interesting is that there was an uptick in market share of exports to, to the rest of Africa, uh, with of course the SADC and the and SACU become uh, very prim, uh, prominent in this dynamic. And we also found that there was also an increase in market share in exports to the America. So what we'll be telling our members is to ensure that we increase our export competitiveness to the rest of the continent, explore other regional economic, uh, economic communities apart from the SADC, and also look at exports to the U.S. It's very important. Those are the two dynamics. Uh, we found that in terms of Asia and Europe, there was a slowdown in exports, of course, because of additional logistic costs. So that was a cause for concern. And there are other advantages that we can take, um, we, we can capitalize on in terms of the African continental free trade area. We know of the huge market potential that the, that the, that the agreement is going to have. And we're also worried about trade, um, this trade war that is happening in the continent. We know Tanzania and Kenya, for example, are having trade tensions. Um, those are things that are also of concern. It's high import penetration. We tend to import more than we export, especially if, uh, from Asia, that is also a cause for concern. But all in all, we think there's possibility for us to continue to grow and export to other African markets and also to the U.S. It, it does sound uh, quite uh, promising as well, and showing some resilience, yeah. especially in the sector. Is there? Are you getting some, enough support? You you reckon uh, from whether it be authorities, policymakers, uh, the private sector, on the whole, are you getting sufficient support? Whether it be in the way of personnel, whether it be in the form of funding for better services, better manufacturing facilities, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera? Yes, there is, there is support. There is support. All through our interactions with policymakers, we've been, we've been putting forward our case. I think this is the essence of ensuring that we publish this report on an annual basis because it's a going concern. We need to also continuously highlight the challenges that the sector is facing and also highlight the progress that the sector is making. So there's been, there's been support. There's been support in terms of uh, funding, in terms of uh, available um, um, uh, help for companies that are struggling in terms of uh, electricity costs. Uh, what we're trying to encourage policymakers to try and promote is to to ensure that we have a designation enforcement mechanism in place because we have certain sectors, certain products that have been designated for, for localization, but our concern is that uh, these designation requirements are not being adhered to. So we need to ensure that we have enforcement mechanism in place to be able to enforce designation. That's our main concern and that's what we're trying to push through to policymakers. And of course, um, we also need to ensure that we continuously um, 
mitigate the risk of electricity costs because if there's an increase in electricity costs, it's going to reduce the competitiveness of the sector. That's a cause for concern. But generally, all in all, generally, there's support from policymakers and, uh, and um, stakeholders. Michael Aid, appreciate your time, Doctor. There, just uh, for sharing the thoughts there, and uh, perhaps a, a really encouraging sign for the metal engineering sector, which is set for a third consecutive year of growth. Doctor Michael Aid is chief economist uh, there at SIFSA, uh, uh, and and it, as I said, it has been quite an interesting one across the board if you think about it, because the sector has has struggled for quite some time, seeing a few companies uh, struggle to to stay afloat. And the Steel and Engineering Industries Federation of Southern Africa saying things could look still okay and a little bit better for at least another year. So some interesting thoughts there coming through from the doctor. Appreciate your time this morning. Let's get to your traffic.